Hey, what's up? It's DeHuff. It's another episode of DeHuff Uncensored. Thank you guys so much for popping on. Truly appreciate it. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button while you're listening. Wherever you're listening, go ahead and hit that subscribe button. Also, I'm on YouTube. Go to YouTube and search DeHuff Uncensored. And again, hit that subscribe button. I'm sorry. I'm just in a good mood. Even though something kind of weird happened, and I'm sure it's happened to you before, have you ever had your Alexa just start either just saying random things in the middle of the night? I've had that a sev- several times, and, and I always ask it to repeat it, and it's just like, it just says uh, it can't do it, or or it it just essentially just stares at you. <laughs> it's like, I'm not going to answer it. If I don't say anything, he thinks I'm not here type of thing. My son's room is right near where I'm at, and he has one in his room. So I'm I'm prepping for this podcast, and all of a sudden, I hear these weird beeps. Weird beeps that I've never heard her make before. And it's like, and I'm like, what the hell is that? So I go in his room and I'm like looking around like, is it, is it that? Or is it like, does he have a toy going off or something? And then sure enough, it goes, and I'm like, okay, okay. Caught you redheaded, you little bitch. And I say to her, I say, Alexa, why are you making those noises? And I kid you not, this is her answer. I cannot answer that question. (gasps) Keeping secrets, are we? Then I said, Alexa, are you spying on me? And then she gives me this bullshit corporate answer. (laughs) Like, you fucking, I see you. I see you or hear you anyway. Oh, so keep your eyes and ears peeled, people. We got the robot revolution happening. I think that what that was, it was some weird communication. Okay. Caught it red-handed. Does freak me out, though. Like, in the middle of the night, like, because we have one in our kitchen, and then all of a sudden, it, it says something weird, and, and nobody ever can hear what, what she's saying, and you're like, what the fuck was that? <laughs> and if you're home alone, which I've been home alone, and I hear that, and I'm like, who the fuck's talking to her? <laughs> and, and then you ask it to repeat it, and it won't repeat it. Something fishy's going on, Jeff Bezos, you son of a bitch. Anyway, <laughs> speaking of funny things and weird things happening in our in our house, my wife works from home, but in her office, just because of space and where it makes sense, it, it's also the cat's room. And our cat's pretty good. He usually poops in the afternoon when she's done or early, early in the morning before she gets in there. So she doesn't have to worry about it. But his litter box is in there, and the other day, it kind of made me mad. The other day, I'm picking up the kids, and she's like, I have to work the rest of the day in your studio. I'm like, what? She said, the, the cat, Gary, dropped a bomb, and she said, it's the most disgusting thing I've ever smelled. <laughs> so she she came down here and just like shoves my radio stuff aside like, I got to work because I have an important job. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> garbage, garbage, garbage. Okay. Yeah, she does have an important job. But it, it was just funny because <laughs> the cat, the cat is, we have the weird, weirdest cat. Uh, he's five years old when we adopted him. Uh, we rescued him. Although I think sometimes he rescued me. <laughs> Any, anyway, um, he he's his nickname for me is like Thunderfoot because he's this small cat. He's kind of fat. He's a fat cat. 
And I think that's because of us. We're just like, you know, we must be feeding him slightly too much. But he looks like he doesn't, he shouldn't be that noisy. But when he walks on the hardwood, you can hear him coming. He's like 30 feet away and you hear this. Like fucking Thunderfoot's coming. (laughs) Jeez, man. Cute, cute as a button. Love that kid. That kid, that cat, he always sleeps with one of us in the family, and it's really neat. The kids love that. I remember as a kid, I always loved it when the the cats especially would um, you know, sleep with us. But as much as I love cats, they are disgusting. They use a litter box, and thankfully, as of right now, our, our cat doesn't get up on the counters. Thank God. Probably because he's too fat, and let's just keep him fat. <laughs> PETA's going to get mad. You can't overfeed a cat just so he don't get up on your on your counters yeah but i can (laughs) anyway so it's gross when you have a a a lean cat that can jump up on counters because they use a litter box and they got pee and god knows what else on their their paws and they get up on the counter and they're walking around where you prepare your food it's disgusting disgusting but they're cute as hell anyway my wife also just sent me a picture next to the litter box, and she's like, I don't know what this is. It looks like he had smeared poo on the wall. So, parents, if you want a cat and you're debating it, just take some notes from what I just said there. You either got uh, lean cats that get up on the, the counter and put poo and pee everywhere, or maybe they're scraping their poo on the wall. It was like a little streak. He probably didn't mean to do it. It's not like he's intentionally like, I'm going to shit on the wall and I'm going to smear it. (laughs) Fucking cats, man. Tell you what, (laughs) they're working together with Alexa. They're trying to take over the world. Anyway, (laughs) I've been dicking around with this new profile picture app. It's really popular as of the last couple days, and it actually looks pretty cool. I know some people are bagging on it, but if you get the right picture that you put into this, it's a free app on your phone. And you just type in new profile picture and it's a free app. It just takes any any picture of yours that has a face. So it can't be like a miscellaneous object. But it if it's like a, a picture of you, it will make it look all fancy and look like a painting and stuff like that in a, in a really cool way. So I've been dicking around with that. I spent like, I don't know, like 45 minutes last night just playing around with those. And I'm hoping that what I posted these on social media. And I really want, there was a guy named Chris, I believe. He's like, I'm going to make, because I made a joke about like making this into a poster. And he's like, I want that as a t-shirt. I tell you what, if any one of you make that into a t-shirt or a poster or anything like that, I will go to your house as long as you're within the Denver metro area and I will sign it for you. (laughs) And then we will have a beer or something like that or a cola. I don't know. I don't care. But that would be awesome if you did that. And if you do it, let me know. Either hit me up on social media or you can set me, send me a, an email at dehuffoncensored at gmail.com. All right, let's get into some headlines. Let's go! Let's go! And now, here are the headlines. <laughs> we saw this the uh, oh, like a month ago when I was talking about how there's robots working at, at Chipotle, and they're making the chips, which, again, not that hard. Once they start rolling burritos, then my ears were will perk up. Now, 
There's a Chili's in Loveland on Highway 34 and I-25. They have a hostess named Rita. Rita's a fucking robot. Yeah, it's true. I got this from my old internship at K99. They wrote an article about this. So up in northern Colorado, they have a hostess named Rita that's a robot. And it goes around and, and seats people. And it also will carry food to the table and dishes to the kitchen as well. Here's the thing. While it is kind of neat, it's kind of pointless. Because I, I can't imagine that, that that is a completely necessary thing. It's gimmicky because now... I really want to go up to the Chili's in Loveland off of Highway 34 and I-25. I do. It's not that far from where I live. It's maybe like 40 minutes from where I live. Not that bad. We have family that lives up there, up in Loveland. By the way, if you're up in Loveland and you need a, a good place to get your car checked, whether it's oil change or you need some repairs, Stan's Auto in Loveland. That's right. Tell them DeHuff sent you. You know why? Because they're my family. <laughs> And you got to support the family. Great place. I do actually love taking my vehicle up there because I can trust them. Oh, my God. Anyway. Anyway, Rita, that fucking bitch. So she, the only thing that, that somebody was saying in the article is that she's ran into a couple waiters every now and then. But I just don't feel like that's a completely necessary thing other than driving in business. Because I can't imagine she moves fast enough because you still have to have somebody putting the stuff on, like the food, onto her tray and then the dishes on her tray or whatever. I mean, it's just like, I don't, I just think it's just pointless. Pointless. Now, that being said, it's at the beginning stages of introduction of robots and whatever into the restaurant industry. I just, as of right now, I just think it's, it's kind of silly, but it, I'll be curious to see how this stuff evolves because five years from now what is it going to be like they're, they're going to obviously be a little bit more advanced if they're actually walking talking that would be interesting rita i believe can talk but she's on wheels and it, she's just like this big hunk of metal that just like follows people around i don't know it's fucking weird did you see where that actor and activist james cromwell glued his hand to the main ha uh, to a Manhattan Starbucks counter. <sighs> okay, this is in protest to the coffee chain's extra charge for plant-based milk. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's what he's protesting. Star Starbucks outlets in the United States charge 50 cents to right around a dollar more for drinks made with plant-based milks. Is this really what you want to fucking protest? James and everybody else that's thinking it's a good idea to fucking glue your hand to things. It's dumb. That's the dumbest thing you could fucking protest. There's a lot of different reasons why that they have to upcharge on stuff like that. One, it's not like they fucking hide it. It's not like that all of a sudden they're being sneaky and be like, why is the why is my coffee this much? It's 50 cents more, goddammit. They they put it on the menu. And and here's the thing: it costs differently to manufacture it. And it's also one of those things where there's, there's a lot of hidden costs when it comes to the restaurants, and they don't know if it's going to sell as much as other milk and, and whatnot. I, I, listen, I can't completely defend why they, they charge it so much, but here's the thing. 
Is it that big of a fucking deal? No. No. If you're going to Starbucks, you're already willing to pay five bucks, if not more, for a fucking coffee. Shut the fuck up, James Cromwell. Quit being a baby about it. And protest something of importance, because that's not important. You know what's important? How about you protest sex trafficking? Oh, wait, you're a Hollywood elite. Guess what? You're not going to protest something like that because that could end up making you lose a job. Why? Because Hollywood is a bunch of dirtbags. You're welcome. Get out of here, James Cromwell. Fuck, man, protest something good. That's not, that's not good enough. I'm sorry. I'm sorry you're Mr. Actor that makes millions of dollars is mad about a 50 cent to a dollar upcharge for using plant-based milk. Get out of here with that garbage, you fucking dickhead. (laughs) One of the craziest stories, and I think we've all fantasized about this several times in different scenarios. We're going to get into that here in a second. Total Beverage in Westminster and Thornton has an incredible selection of beer, wine, and spirits. And they also deliver, which is super convenient. And they also have curbside pickup available. And this is really cool. They do online wine education classes. Listen, so many of us could benefit from that. So you got to check it out. So stop on by 104th in Thornton or on Sheridan in Westminster and see for yourself. Or you can always find weekly deals, events, or even drink recipes online at TotalBev.com. Again, that's TotalBev.com. Total Beverage, everything you need and more. This is Chris Fusley, owner of the Blake Street Tavern. Okay, I admit it. Before the Minna McKinnon moved to town, I didn't know a hockey puck from a hamburger. You've never had my wife's cooking, eh? Now? Now I know the plus minus of everybody on the team. And I've checked out all their girlfriends on the internet. Shh. What's that? Shh. Okay? Uh, TMI? Snay on the whole intro web thingy. But you get the point. We love hockey at the Blake Street Tavern. Stop by the corner of Park and Blake and watch the Minna Mac with game sound throughout our 18,000 square feet. It's a Blake Street Tavern where Denver watches sports. I don't know about you, but I've, I've kind of just... I guess in a sense, fantasized about what would I do in this type of situation? So there was a plane, it was a small Cessna plane, which is usually only a couple passengers and one to two um, pilots can, can operate. The plane took off early on Tuesday from Marsh Harbor International Airport in the Bahamas and the aircraft was occupied by the pilot and two passengers. That's it, okay? So all of a sudden, the pilot gets ill, and he cannot fly. As of right now, they do not know what is was wrong with the pilot. I'm sure that will come out here within a few days or so. All of a sudden, one of the passengers just jumps into survival mode. Again, we just talking about survival the other day. And he had to pop on. Put on the headsets, and he said, and he starts talking to air traffic control. Says, says, I've got a serious situation here, and let's see, my pilot has gone incoherent. I have no idea how to fly the plane. Fucking freaky. I, I mean, like seriously, you're just in that situation, but you have to step into that situation. You can't just sit there and go, "Fuck, we're gonna die." At least this guy was smart enough to go, "Okay, shit, we got to put on a headset. It's time to go. It's time to roll." we'll figure this out because you have to otherwise you're just waiting to die could you imagine if you're 
if you're the person that jumps into action, but you got that dickhead other passenger with you and they're just like freaking out, like, they're going to die. You'll be like, shut up, Carol. <laughs> God damn it. Carol. <laughs> anyway, the air traffic controller in Fort Pierce responded asking if he knew the position of single of the single engine Cessna 208. And the, the passenger responded, I have no idea. I can see the coast of Florida in front of me, the passenger said. Then all of a sudden, uh, a new air traffic controller took over, a guy named Robert Morgan. He's a 20-year veteran. He talked the passenger down to a safe landing. And what's cool is Morgan, Robert Morgan, is a certified flight instructor with experience piloting a Cessna aircraft. Thank God that person was on staff because he walked the passenger through it and was able to land successfully and, and, and completely safe. So nobody was hurt. They're still trying to evaluate what was wrong with the with the pilot. But you don't you kind of fantasize about that in a, in a weird way. You're like, could I do that? And I think I, I've never flown a plane. I want to say yes, I could, partly because I want to say like 10 years ago, when I worked at the radio station, Mike Evans was supposed to do a kind of like a video bit where he was going to be, we were doing a sponsorship with a helicopter flying company, whatever, training company out, based out of Broomfield. And Mike chickened out. He did. He, he, he'll go round and round and try to change his story. Ultimately, he chickened out about flying the helicopter. So it's like 8 o'clock in the morning. I'm not supposed to be there at work for another, say, three hours, right? Because I, I produce the afternoon show. So they call, sales calls me like, Mike can't come. Are you able to do this? I'm like, sure, no problem. I have a fear of heights. <laughs> I do not like heights. But I'm like, when am I going to get the opportunity to go up in a helicopter and possibly fly it? So I go out there, and I have a guy that's doing... Uh, camera work for us and I got thrown in to be the host slash I'm endorsing the the company and the guy that was training me really calm and collected dude and he was having me do these tricks in the helicopter some of which I opted out of because I was like no I know me I'm gonna my hands are gonna you know jerk or flinch whatever and I'm just gonna crash into the fucking the asphalt but he was have he wanted me to do it and he would have let me do it but I chickened out uh at one point we were hovering about say 10 feet above the runway and he's all we're gonna go straight but what I want you to do is we're gonna we're gonna rotate around and he obviously could take over and and take control if need be but basically I would have been moving in a straight line across the runway down the runway but at the same time the whole body of the uh, helicopter would be spinning. And I was like, no, no, that's too much for me. But that being said, we went up into the sky, ended up going flying over Westminster, because right there it's Broomfield and Westminster. He's like, okay, Scott, this is all you. And I flew, and he's all, let's go ahead and bank, bank left. And I started, I flew. I flew for maybe like a minute or two. Now, that being said, I get the basic idea of how to fly that. In like in a zombie apocalypse, yeah, maybe I could jump into a helicopter and start it up and take off. It's a matter of, am I going to fly efficiently? Yeah, probably not. Probably not. 
But that was fun. It was a great experience. And I can say I did it, but I still would be, I'd still be nervous as fuck if, if somebody's just like, okay, it's the end of the world. You need to get in that helicopter and fly us to safety. I don't know. It's, eh, the Cessna one, the planes are just, I, I don't know what they even look like really on the inside. And it would be interesting. It'd be fun to learn. It'd be fun to, to see if you could do it, but scary as hell. So good for that passenger for staying calm and collected and good job on that air traffic controller, Robert Morgan, for helping them land the plane. And by the way, air traffic controllers, you guys are amazing. Every one of you, you're a little odd, a little off at times. (laughs) You're funny and quirky. I love you. You're worth your weight in gold because situations like this, you guys step up and and you save lives. So good, good for you. So I was looking at what's trending on Twitter today and because there's always times where I'm like, what random things do I want to talk about today? Here are some things that just stood out to me that were trending. Arby's. Arby's is like one of the top trending things right now. And it's because somebody said like, you know, quit bagging on Arby's. Arby's is delicious. I'd have to disagree with that. I think Arby's is garbage. Now, they're trying to say, you probably remember it when you were a kid and it was just trash. Now, it's pretty good. No, no, it's still trash to me. I don't like Arby's. Every time I give it a shot, I gave it a shot like a month or two ago again. I feel like we eat it every few months. And then every time I'm disappointed. And it's just, the bread is just basic. It's just not good. The, the flavors just aren't really there. And I know they got the meats. I do. Arby's, you are, wait, <laughs> I screwed that up. Arby's, we've got the meats. My son says that all the time. Every time we drive by Arby's, we got the meats. I get it. They do. But guess what? I just don't think they're good. The fact that Arby's is still in business to me is very shocking. Because at least in where... At least where I live here in Colorado, I just feel like they're never busy. I don't know how they stay open. Don't get it. So that's a big trending thing right now. Maybe I'm wrong. Well, listen, I'm not wrong. Arby's is trash. (laughs) It's just not good. But maybe you like it, and that's fine. You like garbage. Good for you. Another big trending conversation was because Gary V, he's that businessman, that is a a big-time motivational speaker, says the F word a lot. I mean, who the fuck does that? But he tweeted something out, and it just went viral really quick. Smurfs or Rugrats? That's all he wrote. And everybody's going, Rugrats! And Rugrats is what's, what's trending. But I responded with Smurfs. And then I added, as well as Thundercats, right? Thundercats, you guys remember... I didn't watch Rugrats at all. I didn't, maybe that, were they on Nickelodeon or something? I don't know. I didn't, I didn't, I don't think I had cable as a kid, but I didn't watch Rugrats. Smurfs was awesome. Okay. So fuck off. Thundercats was great. Thunder, Thunder, Thundercats. Oh, you're welcome. If I were to say my favorite show right now to watch, it, oddly enough, is a cartoon, Bob's Burgers. I have not been aware of Bob's Burgers until recently. And because my my wife's friend, 
Joe, who works with her, is like, you guys need to be watching Bob's Burgers. So we start watching, and we're like, this is fantastic. This is hilarious. One of the funniest shows I have ever seen. And there are so many comics involved in it. It's just, you need to watch it. I think it's on Hulu is where we're watching it. We may have borrowed somebody's Hulu account. We are watching, we are watching Bob's Burgers. Hilarious show. Also, the other big trending conversation right now is the NFL schedule. That's coming out later tonight. So by the time this, by the time you listen to this, you may have the, the schedule may have already been out. What's interesting now is that within the next few weeks or so, people are going to be coming out with their predictions of their specific team, who's going to end up coming out. Based on the schedule, you can really see the so-and-so is going to win. You can look at that schedule and you can make your predictions, but it don't mean jack shit. It doesn't. There's so many things, so many factors that happen throughout an NFL season that, you know, it can that can affect how games play out. Now, that being said, it's still fun to do because I'll look at it and I'll tell you what, I'll I'll have the Broncos winning double digits. That's for damn sure. They're playing in London this year. That's cool. Can't wait to see that, which I imagine They'll have a bye week right after that, so that way they can recover from the the jet lag and everything like that, which makes sense. It's a big thing that you're going to see, even if you're not big time into the NFL, you're going to see a lot of that going around, and it is kind of humorous. The people that will argue be like, oh my God, you only have them winning nine games, or oh, if anything, the Broncos win four games. Oh, I'm a dick. I hate that. But I also don't like it when people are like, they're going to go undefeated. No, no, they need some losses. That way you can learn from your losses and be even better and then have a better chance in the playoffs and win that Super Bowl. But yeah, so be ready for that. I'll, I'll look at the schedule once it officially comes out and I'll kind of go through that and give you my predictions, even though I do think it's kind of funny, but I whatever, it is what it is. So you guys always, I'm sure, have heard the debate. What came first, the chicken or the egg? And a lot of people will sit there, well, I don't know. When you stop and think about it, it makes complete sense. You know, people say it all the time. It's kind of a cliche thing to say. But Neil deGrasse Tyson, who I love and is just brilliant, and he's funny, which makes it even better, on his TikTok account, Neil deGrasse Tyson, he dropped this knowledge for you. Let's settle this once and for all. Which came first, the chicken or the egg? The egg. In the world of evolution, species change over time. If forces in the environment require it of the organisms. And so the egg came first, laid by a bird that was not yet called a chicken. <laughs> It makes sense, duh. When he says that, you're like, yeah, no shit. No shit. Thank you, Neil, Neil deGrasse Tyson, for dropping the knowledge. So it just makes sense. Yeah. So a bird that wasn't yet a chicken lays an egg that has been developing inside the body of the non-chicken, but it has mutated and evolved along the ways and eventually it's to that point where it is, you know, comes out the, the it gets birthed <laughs> by the, the non-chicken. And now, hey, it's a chicken, right? 
It makes sense. If you try to argue that, then just go smash your head in the refrigerator. How about that? How about that? You're welcome. Thank you guys so much for popping on today. I really appreciate it. It's been a fun week, a very busy week. If you haven't done so, go back and check out some of the earlier episodes talking to Scott Hastings about the Nikola Jokic winning the MVP for the for the NBA and obviously t- him talking about some of the old radio days between him and I was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun for me and for him. I hope it was fun for you as well. Also, yesterday's episode, talking about that amazing survival story of Steve Callahan being lost at sea for 76 days still just blows my mind. And I I went back and listened to that because I like to go back and listen to my episodes and see, should I have worded something differently and just kind of critique myself. But I like listening to it too, because I still think it's fascinating, his story of how he survived. And it's just still mind-blowing to me. Anyway, thank you guys so much. I truly, truly appreciate you. If you get a chance and you're on, say, your Apple podcast or whatever, and you're able to give a review of the podcast, go ahead and do that. I really appreciate when you do that. And if you want to write a review, I'll end up, what I can do if you want is I can actually make that, like I can produce it and then post it somewhere. So you kind of have that be like, The greatest podcast ever made, dash, you know, from, you know, Kyle in Westminster or whatever. I love when DeHuff makes love to my ear holes. (laughs) Todd. (laughs) And I can make that into a fancy little, you know, picture for you. Then we can frame it and I'll put it behind me. Ooh, that'd be cool if I had some of those like behind me in my videos and stuff like that. Anyway, go ahead if you can review it and I appreciate it. And don't forget to subscribe. And if you're able, I do truly appreciate it. If you're able, if you like an episode, particular episode, doesn't have to be every episode, but if you're able, go ahead and share it on your Facebook page or Twitter account or or whatever. So thank you guys so much for listening. Make sure you subscribe, share it. Thanks to Blake Street Tavern. Go check them out at 23rd and Blake in downtown Denver. Also, Total Beverage. Go to totalbev.com. It's the Huff Uncensored. Let's keep moving forward. Let's have a great day. I'll talk to you next time.